Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. And to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Uh-huh, I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay. I, I want to talk to you today about success, but I want to talk to you about it like I usually do in terms of a principle of it. But I want to share something with you about it. And I was talking to my daughter about it. I've talked about my son-in-law about it. talked about it with all my children. And I'm really starting to express it to them now because I'm talking to a wide range of people constantly. But I want to share something with you. If you have any aspiration of being successful, I want you to realize starting right now the effort that is going to require. And that's why I think it stops a lot of people. I think a lot of people are never told or don't understand the sheer effort that's that it takes to become successful at anything in any area of your life. If you think that doing your best is enough, that I got news for you, it's not. Well, Steve, what if you've done your best, though? And your best ain't good enough. Well, let me ask you that same question. Hold on. If you want to be successful and you've done your best and best isn't good enough, what, you through? That's it? But Steve, it was my best. No, 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 no. It was the best you had at that time and that particular day. But tomorrow, add something to it. You've you've never done everything. There is no you can't go no more. You can't add no more. 
I've seen marathon runners end up crawling across the line. I've seen triathlon people, man, just staggering in the street and didn't want nobody to help them because they knew that would disqualify them from the race. You got more. Have you ever dipped into your reserve tank? That's what we're talking about now. See, all of us have a reserve tank. You know, I, you know, on my ranch, uh, I like to ride four-wheelers. I have all-terrain vehicles. And all of them have a gas tank on it. And a gas tank, and most of mine, let me see all of them. Yeah, all of them have gas tank needles on them. And it lets me know when I get down towards E, there's a little lane that's red that lets me know, okay, Steve, you're in the danger zone now. You're riding into the lowest part of your tank. But if I keep riding and I forget to get some gas in there, guess what? When it runs out of gas, all of my all-terrain vehicles, all of them, Honda, Polaris, all of them, those are the makers, there's a button on the gas tank itself that I can click and it says reserve. That means they know that for the hardcore riders, they're going to ride somewhere and they're going to get themselves in a situation and they're going to run out of everything. They're going to run out of road. They're going to run out of gas. They've prepared because they know for the hardcore rider, every hardcore rider needs a reserve tank. And so there's a button that you can click on the gas tank that clicks it into a reserve, and it'll give you about 50 miles or 20 miles worth of gas in there. Now, guess what? In that reserve, that may be all you need to get you to where you're going or get you back to safety so you can refuel. Don't tell me you've done your best. When your best don't cut it, what you going to do? See, when best is possible, then good enough ain't enough. See, that's good enough. But if the best is possible, why would you not shoot for that? And you you are all capable of making it. But you've got to change your mindset and realize the effort that has to be put forth in becoming successful. You've got to do it relentlessly over and over and over and over. And every day I try to do something to progress my life for the better. I try to do something every day. I wake up every day with a plan, some phone calls, some meetings, some 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 interviews, something, man, that's going to advance and move the brand forward. Because here's what's going to happen, you all. Let's say you reach your goal. Let's say your goal is to make um, $100,000. Well, I got news for you. Listen to this. When you make the $100,000, you can't go nowhere and go on vacation and put your hand behind your head and say, I made $100,000. Guess what you got to do? You got to find a way now to maintain that 100000 to keep it coming in. See, you can't just get there and stop and rest and, whoa, it is harder to maintain your success than it is to get successful. See, let's say, let me, let me show you this. Suppose it takes you five to eight years to find a way to make $50,000. Let's say it takes you five to eight years to find a way to make an extra $50,000. And you finally, through work and effort, you get to the $50,000 mark. That's, 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 it's only just begun now. Because guess what? In order to keep the 50 coming in, 
You got to duplicate what you did to get there. And then, uh-oh, here's what you're going to have the audacity, being a human being, you're going to want another 50 because you're a human being because you got to have something else to shoot for. Now you're going to want another 50. Well, now that guess what you got to do now. Now you got to do what you did before, for, plus you got to come up with something else. Then after that, you're going to have the audacity because you're human. You're going to want another 50. So that's how this works. And see, that that's the, that, that, that's the importance of your relationship with God because you're going to constantly need it. And ain't never a point where you're going to be through needing it. But there ain't going to become a point in your life where you're going to through, through, be through wanting nothing unless you done just gave up. And if you done gave up, who wants that? Come on, y'all. This is going to take quite a bit of effort. And if you think it'll come to you any other way, you're sadly mistaken. Because of all the successful people I know, I know that the effort they put out on a daily basis is daunting. And I think that the average person just doesn't understand the requirement of time and effort that it takes to get there and willingness to put it out. You got to cut a lot of monkey business out your life. All that hanging out, all that late and all that clubbing, all that drinking, all that. You got to cut a whole lot of monkey business out to be successful, man. If you're planning on being successful, get up early, stay up late, work, try, think, meet, greet, smile, attract. It takes a lot. Let's go. But you can do it. God is passing out blessings all day long. Why are you not in line for yours? I'm telling you right now, I want everything God got for me. Because what he's shown me so far, whoo, if he got some more, man, oh, man, how good is God, huh? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, in the words of Marvin Gaye, let's get it on. Let's get it on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. A miracle in the middle of a crisis. That's what we're all going through. That's what we're all experiencing. And we are here to give you some uplift, some information, and some entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the ride. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Make no mistake about it. Shirley Strawberry. Oh, I got my seatbelt on. Good morning, Steve. Carla Pharrell. What's up? Ready for the ride. What's up, That that damn junior. Tay, 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 everybody. Nephew Tommy. Yay, yay. In the building. Let's rock and roll. To Atlanta, Georgia. Well, I'm back home. Been in Atlanta for a week, came in to this fool talking about something. We're going to open it back up. Mm. <laughs> we'll be talking about that today. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> the mayor is clear on where she stands. <laughs> she pointed that out. I saw mayor her on uh, Cuomo on she CNN. Uh, oh, but yeah. that, that sister is clear on where she stands. But the, the governor that lost his rabbit ass mind. <laughs> like a setup. Look hey. like a setup. Friday. Yeah. What is that? Two more days? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's. I, I'm just hoping with everything in me mm-hmm. that uh, people use better side of discretion, mm-hmm. use their common sense, mm-hmm. 
Oh, we've all gone through a lot of stuff. If it sounds too good to be true, it usually is. Mm-hmm. Uh, use your better judgment and your common sense. We are not going to volunteer to be guinea pigs. You're not mm-hmm. going to test Thank it on you. us and see how it go with mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. No, partner. That, that no. is the objective, yeah. too, man. That and, is exactly and Steve, right. And let well, the people know see. that. Right. And, and please let the people know that we want to get back. We want you to get back to work, too. And we want a normal life, too, and all of that. We know that people are Everybody. struggling. We get that. We really, really yeah. do. But we want to do it safely and responsibly. And what cost? Listen, you know, this, yeah. this thing can kill Listen, you. Everybody is tired of the quarantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody. Most 99.9% of the people that I know want to get back to some sense of normalcy. But it ain't time yet. And and if we're not even medical doctors, and we know every Mm -hmm. medical doctor, every frontline worker is saying too early, too early, too early. What made this governor decide that Georgia would be the test state? You must be kidding me, man. Who is this guy? What is his real motivation for doing it? We're going to talk about that today because I think there's another motivation. It ain't Mm. no let's all get back to work. No, I think it's deeper than that, y'all. Let's get to dying. Let's get to dying. It's Wednesday. You know, we can talk about that. We can switch it and and come back to that if you like. But, uh. No, no, we got all day. We'll do it. Okay, all right. What well, you in got that on case, the we'll, we'll switch it up. Sister Odell is in the building. You know she has <laughs> a lot to say. Yeah, all right. <laughs> That's coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is Wednesday. It's time for something funny, and she is here. You can hear the one and only Sitting Sister on Odell. The dock of the bay. That's it? Waiting oh. <laughs> for Corona to go away. Amen, Sister Odell. We're just sitting on doing. the dock of the bay. <laughs> Waiting on Corona Get the hell out the way. <laughs> Save me, Lord. <laughs> Please. My Lord, my Lord. Good morning. Good. Hey, everybody. Well, hello. Hey, good morning. Hi, Carly. Hey, Sister Odell. Good, How you doing? good, good, good. Hey, Junior. Well, good morning, Sister Odell. Mm-hmm. Thomas. Uh, yeah, Sister Odell. How you doing? Mm. What? You on a slight delay today? You wasn't oh, ready for me to call you, Thomas? I wasn't really looking for you to call my name. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's kind of through you a little bit. Selling. You know what it is? Your name is on the birth certificate. You was waiting on high boy. You was waiting Well, Thomas is on there. You, that ain't your name? Y- yes, ma'am. Yeah. I, is it on the birth certificate? Yes, Thomas W. Mine, Jr. Yes, ma'am. But, boy, quit saying your whole name. I just said... Thomas. Now, is it on the birth certificate or not? Uh, She's already yeah, why, why are you so upset with me? Yes, what is you talking about? I didn't know you was talking to me. Anybody? Carly, is your name Thomas? No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Junior? No, ma'am. Shirley? 
Uh, you just said my name, Sister Odell. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Hello, Shirley. <laughs> Hello, Sister Odell. How are you today? Oh, Lord, Lord, Lord. Just so What's much wrong? going on. It is a lot Child, going on. I'm so sick of that quarantine. Uh, the quarantine? The quarantine. You know, I'm I'm just quarantined everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm practicing social distance. What? You know, and everything, and I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, I know. But you, are, you have been safe. No health issues or anything, right? Yeah, you know, it's hard to lay hands on people when you're practicing social distance. That's right. That's right. Yes, You have to do it yes, virtually, yes. Sister Odell. So yes, I push my hands towards you, uh -huh. but it just, it ain't the same. True. You know, yes. I like to push on the top of your forehead with a little force. <laughs> but, <laughs> but this is going you know, to be our I create my own social distance. Yes, man. <laughs> you push them. You knock them down. <laughs> oh, I got one. I got one for you. What y'all been talking about on radio? No, well, Lord. Just, just what you're talking about, the quarantine. Uh, you know, the governor of Georgia wants to open the city up on Friday. Nail salons, state. hair salons. Yeah, his yeah. ignorant ass. Hair, hair salons. His, his <laughs> tattoo parlors. Who, who got to get a tattoo? Who, how's that essential business? <laughs> exactly. You know, if I don't go down here and get some more ink, <laughs> Girl, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I got to get Corona tattooed on me. They're 2020. Do you have any tattoos, Sister Odell? Girl, no, I don't have no tattoos. Oh, okay. I ain't got time to be laying up under no man leaning on this thigh trying to draw on it. Uh uh. Wait, <laughs> it didn't have to be on the thigh. <laughs> well, that's the only place I could get one where I could hide it. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yes, I ain't man. getting a tattoo. You don't mark your body. You don't do that. Not as a mm. Christian. Mm. Okay. 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 Plenty of them do. <laughs> well, a lot of them do. You know, that don't mm -hmm. mean nothing. You know, everybody ain't going to heaven singing about it. Mm. Everybody in the choir ain't going to sing in the heavenly one. You know that, don't you? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, Sister Odell, what, what, uh -huh. have, what have you been doing quarantining? Have you been watching, <laughs> been watching? Any TV you know, shows? You uh, know, watching or uh, uh, cooking. What you been doing? Oh, I've been cooking, cooking everything. I did, did an online cooking course. You oh, know, really? cooking, cooking or uh, quantity foods. What? Like food what? that's good to eat in quantity. Greens, because greens, you make a pot of greens, you just eat off of skillet cornbread. I got Ooh, that online. Oh, okay. uh, you know, uh, I made a honey cornbread with honey butter. Oh, you yes. know, uh -huh. in case you don't okay. feel like making cake, eat that, you know. And then, <laughs> uh, and just everything. And then I, I stole the recipe off of Tommy, because, you know, Tommy pushed food on the internet. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma and I've been watching him, you know, he had a piece of flounder one time. Great big old flounder. He had a whole stick of butter down in there. I said, ain't he trying to die? <laughs> But I tried that. I, you know, I don't care for flounder that much, so I took a catfish and opened it up and did the same thing with it. Oh, how okay. that turn How was it? Yeah. Girl, and then I fried it. Uh-huh. You put the butter in it, and then you fried it? You put the butter in it. Let me tell you what I did. Okay. I opened the catfish up. I stuck uh -huh. the stick of butter down in it. Then uh -huh. I sewed it shut. <laughs> you sewed it shut. With cooking thread. Oh, okay. All right. And girl... Uh -huh. The, when you cut into it, uh -huh. butter just busts out the <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh my God. Jesse, juicy, juicy. Lord. Uh -huh. Wow, <laughs> juicy, juicy. Yeah. I did that recipe, and then Tommy had another one on there where he cooked a pot of gumbo, but he ain't had nothing but hot dogs on the top of it. I He thought I didn't notice it just with hot dogs. Hot dogs? And Dewey sausage, huh? Dewey? Yeah, you, you, yeah, he wants you to thank you, Dewey sausage. I know Dewey sausage when I see it, because I knew Dewey, I knew Dewey granddaddy. What was his name? Fooey. <laughs> Fooey sausage. Fooey his granddaddy Fooey, and he created a sausage and named it after his son Dewey. Fooey sausage. Fooey and Dewey. Yes, Lord. <laughs> the brother. Well, here he comes with another prank that you heard yesterday. <laughs> it's called Run That Prank Back. That one. Yeah, you you call it what you want to call it. Call it a repeat. <laughs> right after this. Thank you, Sister Odell. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is standing by with today's national news. Also in entertainment news, Jennifer Lopez and A-Rod are looking to buy the New York Mets. Have you heard about that? Wow. Plus ESPN's really? Michael Jordan's The Last Dance documentary part one and uh, two is ESPN's most viewed documentary ever. Ever, okay? I believe that. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about these stories at the top of the hour, but right now, the nephew's in the building with Run That Prank Back. What, what you got for us, Nev? Virtual prom. Virtual prom. Y'all take a listen and let me know what you think. Let's go. Hello? Hello, I am trying to reach uh, Leslie. Is Leslie uh, available? Um, She is a little bit busy right now, but this is her mother. Can I help you? Okay, and your name is? My name is Keisha. Keisha, all right. Keisha, this is Ernest. Ernest, I am with, um, I'm kind of like the event planner for the kids' prom. So I'm calling, um, got you all's number from the school. You all, um, and I'm glad to, and proud to let you know that the prom is going to be back on. So hopefully Leslie will be excited about that. What? Wait, all right. Um, yeah, she's going to. Wow, this is okay. This is exciting. Yeah, so, so it's gonna be it's 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 V prom. Um, I'm with V prom, and uh, I wanted to call and make sure she knew all the particulars about the prom. All right, it's gonna be it's gonna be Saturday night, May 23rd. You want to get a pen and maybe write jot some of this oh, down? Yeah, yeah. Leslie, grab me a pen. Thank you. Yeah, I'll tell you. All right. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, Saturday, May 23rd. Mm-hmm. Got All right, it. and okay. that'll be and, seven. Okay, that'll be so seven p.m. Okay. Okay, seven p.m. And where did you? Sorry, where did you say it's going to be? Because you know, with everything going on, how how how's that going to work? Well, like I said, I'm with V Prom, and V is for oh, virtual. Oh V. Oh, I thought you were saying V. Okay, V. Okay. V is in virtual. Victor. Virtual. Yeah, virtual prom. It's so it's going to be online, and it is a requirement from the school that all of the students okay. attend. Another requirement, you want to write this down, yeah, is she has down. to have, she has to be dressed uh, uh, in uh, in formal wear, okay? So she's definitely going to need like, a gown on. Wait, so like, we can't just do like her, like her college interview clothes, just a cute little, like a skirt and a shirt or something? No, we need we need a full gown, ma'am. What, what, what you would normally wear to a prom. <laughs> wait, you're playing, right? Uh no, not this is these are the requirements. We know we're we're creating the prom atmosphere and we definitely no, want every student that. and for in, the 
Yeah, and for the kids who already got their dresses, good for them. But, you know, we haven't been able to go anywhere to do anything. So I would assume you're making an exception for, you know, anybody who doesn't have anything. like we're, No, we're there are no house. exceptions, ma'am. There are no exceptions. You, you will have to have a gown. All the gentlemen will be wearing tuxedos. Your, uh, the young ladies will be wearing gowns. This is going to happen May 23rd at 7 p.m. And it crazy. is virtual. You're saying I'm sorry? virtual, like like virtual, like on the computer. Yes, but we will be in taking notes on in your house, and whomever is not wearing the proper attire will not graduate. Oh wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Okay, I'm gonna need you to back up for a second because you're trying to tell me this this girl is required to go to this prom, required to wear elegant a prom dress, which I don't even I don't know where the hell we gonna get a, a dress right now. I don't even know who'd be open to get a dress. Why am I gonna spend money on a dress when she's gonna use it in the house? But besides okay, that, okay, you're trying to okay, tell me. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. You're trying to tell me that she can't graduate if she doesn't have a prom dress for the if she doesn't go to this thing in a dress that that those are the rules ma'am those are the rules i just work i work for v i work for v prom and the school hired my uh the company that Mm -mm. i work for Mm -mm. Mm -mm. okay here's my here's mm, okay all right i am trying to i am trying to count to 10 here okay wait a minute here's my problem i'm still trying to figure out homeschooling for this girl so she can graduate in the first place with the right grades and you're trying to tell me if she doesn't figure out this prom mess this for this online virtual crap that she's not going to graduate well you need to take everything that i'm telling you and tell the school that they can figure it out because she's not going to be showing up and no showing up what am i she's going to be on the on the computer she, no 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 this isn't going to happen so you better figure it out this is okay. ridiculous ma'am we there, there we have website that you can buy from our company if you would like to buy a dress and get oh, a dress oh how up. convenient how convenient you run the prom you run the dress company and the dress is required that that just seems like more than a coincidence, but okay. You know what? Nah, le- no, le- le- Leslie can't go to the prom this year. I guess she ain't graduating because you know what? I'm sure. I'm sure the principal would like to hear from from some parents who have a problem with this. That everybody can't be on board with it. This is crazy. Why would you send your daughter to private school if you can't afford a dress? That doesn't make Excuse sense to me. Excuse me. Oh, what? Who the? Who the? Leslie, go do your homework. Go. Go. Who the f- do you think you are? Who are you talking to right now? Why, why would you, you send your daughter to private school if you can't uh, you can't afford a dress? I can't afford a dress. You out here trying to trying to hustle for dresses and proms for virtual prom. You know what? I can have my own virtual prom. I can call up everybody in her class and be like, let's all do virtual Zoom, whatever, and we can have our own prom and wear whatever we want. But you out here trying to trying to say you can have a virtual prom and you have to wear a dress and and spend money on it and we can get it from your site. You have got to be f-ing kidding me right now. I don't know who the f- you think you are, but I know one thing. I'm not trying to worry about no my f-ing daughter wearing a, a damn prom, wearing a prom dress to her f-ing living room so she can be on the Skype, Zoom, whatever, with her friend. No, you know, this is crazy. I have bigger things to deal with. I don't know if you know, but there's a f-ing pandemic going on outside. And you out here trying to hustle me for a f-ing prom dress? And you're trying to tell me she's not going to graduate without a f-ing you can get you can get this dress overnighted if you go to our website, ma'am. That's why. Even if, even if I 
even if I was stupid, even if I was the dumbest mother in the world and I was dumb enough to get a dress, I would never get it from you. I don't know who the f you are talking to, talking to me about my financials and what I can afford in private school. You don't know who the f I am. So I don't know who you are calling me and talking to me about some shit. You're crazy. This is Okay, well, let me ask, let me ask, let me ask, let me ask you this. Is your, your husband is Adrian, correct? Yeah, why do you, yes, why do you need to know that? Adrian told me to call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your husband, Adrian, got me to prank phone call you. Okay. <laughs> I need to, I just need a moment. <laughs> I was about to put on a mask and march down to that school. <laughs> Tommy, it is it is too crazy out here in these streets for you to be f***ing with people like this. Oh, my uh, goodness. Tell oh. me this, baby. It's 2020. What is the baddest? And I mean the baddest radio show in the land. Well, you know it's the Steve Harvey Morning Show, of course. <laughs> wow. Give it to me. Get a drama song. Get a drama song. too much. Yeah. Uh -uh. I love your voice. Oh, man. I love my black people. Oh, yeah. All right. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next. <laughs> Coming up next at the top of the hour, entertainment news and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Last Dance documentary, part one and two, is ESPN's most viewed documentary ever 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 it's a 10-part documentary it's all about michael jordan's sixth and final championship with the chicago bulls episode one averaged 6.3 million viewers and episode two averaged 5.8 million viewers across espn and espn2 now get ready for episodes three and four of the last dance that will air on sunday april 26 at 9 p.m eastern Ooh. cannot wait can y'all text me to remind me yeah, because you be missing sure. stuff and yeah. you be saying you're going to watch it. I be wanting to watch it. You list too. of things to watch. Okay. <laughs> but you know what it is, man? I'm not accustomed mm -hmm. to watching TV at set times. Yeah. I haven't had that life in a long time. So I don't mm -hmm. like no, man, such and such coming on at nine tonight. I've, I ain't never had a schedule where I could sit down and normal watch something at eight yeah. and all that. Listen got to, to the TV star. Uh, that's why, that's why, why I love On Demand. That's why you struggle with her, because you normally own it. Carla, and don't and watch Hulu myself. You Netflix. don't, Steve? You don't watch yourself at all? Hey, you know let, me, let, me, let me make this announcement. Mm -hmm. Family Feud Africa started airing three weeks ago in South Africa uh -huh. and in Ghana. Uh -huh. The first week in Ghana, it was the number two show. Oh, congratulations. On all of television. Go ahead, mm. Steve. Yeah. It is now the number one show in all of television in Ghana. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, Family Feud South Africa aired at number one and has built on it. It is the highest grossing and highest viewed TV show in the country. Congratulations, That's Steve. Big, Steve. That is awesome. Have you watched ratings. it? Have yeah. you watched I, I ain't seen an episode. <laughs> <laughs> now, my staff point. over here, they have watch parties. Mm -hmm. Oh. They watch okay. it together on Zoom and comment, you know, while oh, they're at nice. their house. Well, right. they don't. They watch it on the computer. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Because you can only get it online. Mm-hmm. But the clips are starting to be released. Lord have mercy. When I start telling y'all about it. <laughs> Mm -hmm. We don't watch Start it. Explaining these yeah. clips. It's, 
but because the accents. Yeah, that, I was going to ask you, did you have a problem with that? That I have a problem with. Surely mm-hmm. I have a problem with regular English. <laughs> English. <laughs> so, boy, they was laughing so hard at me. Steve, why are you why are you not understanding? <laughs> Man, me and this dude got in an argument so bad. I, it, it's really, really some funny stuff. I'll tell y'all how to find the clips yeah. uh, okay, tomorrow. Cool. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Um, also, uh, did you guys check out the Grammy tribute to Prince? Yes. Last night. Yeah. Yes. Outstanding. Yes, Steve. Yes. It was really good. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Philip Bailey singing Ashore. Man, oh. man, my ass missed that too. <laughs> but we told what? you about it. Yeah, we no, told you it was coming on. About it. Yeah. Hey. Hey. <laughs> we told you it went You got to remind me when it's on. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good, though. A, a very fitting tribute. Uh, in other entertainment news, Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez are rumored to be buying the New York Mets. A-Rod and J-Lo are putting up a small percentage of the cash necessary to make a deal, and they're looking for other big investors. Multiple news outlets report that the Mets are worth around $2.4 billion with a B dollars. Uh, Mets wow. superfan comedian Jerry Seinfeld says he's not interested in buying the Mets. He said it's too much work. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, time to move on. <laughs> time to get, yeah. And I feel the same way, too, but it ain't causing too much work. It's too much (laughs) damn money. money. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Steve, time to get caught up on today. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Uh, Thanks, guys. This is Ann Tripp, and here we go with the news. President Trump says that the Congress has agreed on yet another corona-related stimulus bill, this one adding about a half a trillion dollars in additional COVID-19 aid, and that's on top of the $2.2 trillion authorized by last month's money measure. So this is additional money. In fact, most of this dough is to replenish the dollars allotted for small business loan programs. The Senate passed the Paycheck Protection Program and Health Care Enhancement Act with additional funding for the Paycheck Protection Program, hospitals, and testing. A lot of money for all of them, especially for our workers and our small businesses. And yes, Trump says he supports this new bill and will sign it into law. By the way, the measure not only includes more small business loan money, but additional funds to support hospitals. Uh, $25 billion for testing alone. The new bill was passed by the Senate, now goes to the House of Representatives. They may vote on it today and then to the desk of the president. And yes, he says he will sign it. Georgia's Republican Governor Brian Kemp has announced a partial reopening of his state's business community. Kemp says that hair salons, bowling alleys, tattoo parlors and the like can reopen for business on Friday. Kemp says some restaurants can reopen for in-house dining this coming Monday. But get this, while Trump points out that Georgia and some other 19 other U.S. states are moving toward reopening parts of their economies this week and next, national polls show that most Americans are in favor of keeping stay-at-home and social distancing rules in place, at least for now, until they feel more comfortable. Believe it or not, a report issued by the Republican-dominated Senate Intelligence Committee. You heard me say Republican-dominated. They're backing the findings by the U.S. Intelligence Committee that found that Russia did, in fact, try to help Donald Trump win the presidential election, thereby undercutting Trump's claims that it was all fake news. 
The Senate committee found that members of the FBI and CIA were not biased against Trump, but rather used, quote, sound analytical judgment in arriving at their conclusions. And by the way, that vote was unanimous. Here's something looks like the Food and Drug Administration giving the nod to the first home kit designed to take a sample for coronavirus testing. The new tests still require a doctor's note. According to a recent poll by the Anti-Defamation League, about two-thirds of Jews in this country feel less safe now than they did 10 years ago. 50% say they've experienced a witness an incident that they felt was anti-Semitism. Looks like some people trying to trying to clean their their masks by microwaving them. That's not doing anything. That's causing fires. And finally, today is International Earth Day, so enjoy the Earth if you can. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Senate passed a $480 billion package for small business stimulus and also gave aid to hospitals as the federal government tries to rebuild the economy caused by the coronavirus pandemic. Also, states in the South like Georgia, South Carolina and Tennessee are moving along uh, to reopen despite hotspots um, that are emerging in these areas. In Georgia, barbershops, beauty salons, bowling alleys will be open Friday and on May 1st. Most businesses in Tennessee will reopen. In South Carolina, some businesses will reopen but will have to follow social distancing guidelines. These governors want to um, also help ease their state's economic strain from the pandemic. Alright, so they're opening up. That's 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 the that's the outside truth. One of the hidden measures in all of this, guys, is this: the government's unemployment fund is being depleted because of the record number of people filing yeah. for unemployment. So as you open up these states little by little, these people have to come off unemployment. Mm-hmm. Right. You see. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a trick move. It's a game. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a just game, a game. Right? But they're doing it in places with large metropolis areas occupied by guess who? Oh, let me think. Mm. Uh, Take one mm. guess. Yeah. You, we, George, <laughs> let me say, the state of Georgia is Atlanta. Don't 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 get it True, twisted. Steve. It's the right. capital city right. too. Yeah. It's it's yeah. the state of Georgia is Atlanta. If you take Atlanta out of here, you got a rural farmland. And that's really the truth. That's Hartsfield, the busiest airport in the country. That, like, you, you're talking about something major here. So once you start doing this, man, you've got to understand what's happening. We cannot be guinea pigs for this man's trial run. This man is showing no regard for human life versus profit. And it's going to clean up the books. It's going to ease the state. And then the stimulus check that y'all finna get, that everybody finna be real happy to get, you know what you're going to do? You're going to take that to the store, and you're going to spend it and give it right back. And guess what you're going to pay on that money? You're going to get the sales tax, and guess what? They're going to get some of that money back. And you're going to get sick while you're doing all that. And this money that you think they're giving you is your money. <laughs> it's taxes. Where do you think they get it from, man? They're not giving you, they're not giving you anything. They're letting you hold some of yours. And if you think that them Republicans ain't gonna let take this back out of Medicare and Social Security programs and any other handouts right. they can nail this thing on, you better believe that. They don't give you money without getting it back. That's not the Republican way. Come on. All right then. Real talk. <laughs> like Real you need to pay talk. a new joins in a pandemic. 
All right, Steve, thank you for that. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we're going to switch gears. Time to ask the CLO. The chief love officer is in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer. Please submit your questions at steveharveyfm.com. CLO Steve, this is from Anonymous in Maryland. She says, uh, I'm a 47-year-old woman, and I married a man that's 11 years older than me. We've only been married nine months, and after we got married, I found out he has diabetes and uh, diverticulitis, and uh, that causes erectile dysfunction. I waited until we got married to have sex, and well, I'm still waiting. Do you think it's Uh. selfish of me to leave him because he's sick and didn't tell me? I took vows for better or for worse, but I did not vow to live the rest of my life without sex. What should I do? Hmm. Well, he can get some medical attention to help him with this problem here. He's obviously a great guy. He convinced you not to have sex probably because y'all used a religion or he respects you or he wants to treat you with respect and then it turn out to find out he can't do it no way. Diabetes causes ED and uh, I don't know what it is. She says she got a diver's precipititis. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know what that is. I ain't making fun of nobody with it, it but I think it's um, a digestive issue. Uh-huh. First of all, you've got to get the diabetes addressed. There are things you can do to help him along the way. He can go to the doctor and get mm-hmm. all of this stuff fixed, but he gonna have to change his diet first. If you can get him to change his diet and go to the doctor, they got some stuff for dudes that's having them problems, even okay. with diabetes. Now the diabetes ain't helping you. I don't know what this other thing is it got, but you can get some help with medical, but you gotta change your diet first. If somebody told me I could change my diet and fix an ED problem by just eating corn, then I'd mm-hmm. just be eating corn. Oh, I'd be, I'd be corn all day. And I don't give a damn what they tell me. He's only 58, Steve, off the husk. this guy. He's only right. You know, he could say, yeah. you know, uh, <laughs> off the husk. You ain't even had to cook it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I eat it oh, yeah. raw off the stalk <laughs> just to make sure I get all the nutrients. You're not cooking a damn thing out of my corn. <laughs> Next question, Shirley. Carmen in South Carolina says, my boyfriend and I are in our mid-20s and we've been dating for two years. He treats me like a queen, but he is not motivated to finish college or get a better job. He is content working at the local factory doing hard labor. He works third shift, and when he's coming home, I'm going to work. I'm ready to buy my own home, but he says he wants to marry me and we can buy a home together. My friends say that we're not equally yoked and I should break up with him. What do you think? First of all, skip your friends. Friends don't always give the best advice. If you're in your mid-20s, I'm assuming that your friends are somewhere in their mid-20s. What do they know about sticking it out and hanging in there and riding and building a life together? You're in your mid-20s. You got a chance to build. I think what you should do is just slow it down a little bit. Talk to him about future and what's his plans for growth. Mm -hmm. Now, if he has no growth plans, see, here's the deal. Every woman should find out what a man's plan is. Because if you can't see yourself fitting into that man's plans, then go on with your life. You know, just move on. If he has no plans of improving, but he's happy with third shift, and he's happy with 20, I don't know what they make an hour, 
20-something dollars an hour, and he cool with that. And he ain't got no problem living his life like that. But you want more, and he don't, we have a problem. Yeah. And in that regard, you're, you're not only equally, not equally yoked, you're not going anywhere. If he doesn't mm-hmm. describe a future that you like, why would you join in with that future? And you're right, Steve. Don't let your friends tell you what to do. Yeah. Uh, Anita in Baton Rouge, uh, Louisiana, says, I've been dating a married man since January, so it's fairly new. He said he is separated and living with his aunt, but I don't know if it's true or not. He's been coming by to check on me and love on me while I'm stuck at home, and we do everything besides having sex. Um, he says he won't have sex with me until his divorce is final. He has spent the night at my house and my child knows him as my new boyfriend. Do you think I should tell him to stop coming over until he's divorced? You ain't stopped him this far. I'll finish it when we come back. We All right. Time. This is so crazy. Coming up next, we are going to uh, switch gears and go to the prank phone call. And Steve will finish up his CLO question right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, she will not take my man from me. Also, we're getting into the prank phone call. But first, before we did that, Steve, you wanted to answer uh, your CLO question, the lady, young lady, Anita from Baton Rouge. The question dating was a married a man. She's dating a married man, and she wants to know, should she tell him to stop coming over here until after he's divorced? Did she say how old she was? Uh, no, she did not. Uh, first and of all, not having sex. He yeah, comes over there not having sex. Mm-hmm. He's spending the night. Your child knows him as your new boyfriend. He tells you he's in the process of divorce. He won't have sex till he's unmarried, and he's living with his aunt. First of all, you need to just check a couple of things out. It's easy to find out if he's really living with his aunt. Mm-hmm. You need to find that out because if that's a lie, a couple of other things could be lies. So just find out if he's really living with his aunt and then find out what what stage the divorce is in and find out if that's true. If you're not having sex, you obviously made a decision about it in some regard, but I don't know what to tell you whether you should stop letting him come by or not. Y'all ain't doing nothing. So I don't know what to tell you about that. Congratulations. All right. (laughs) What you got for us, nephew? Thank you, CLO. (laughs) All right, here we go, y'all. Brand spanking new. Your barbecue ain't right. Oh. It's a lot of men that's at home, and all they want to do is fire that pit up, fire that pit up. (laughs) And everybody don't know what they doing. So here it is. Take a listen. Let's go, Ken. Hello? Hello. I'm trying to reach Gerald. Yeah, this is Gerald. Uh, who's calling? Man, hey, Gerald, this this is Calvin, man. You um, you live a couple blocks over from me, man. I've been, I've been. I just want to reach out to you. One of the neighbors gave me your number, man, and uh, I just um, want to tell you, I've been. I don't want no um. I'm sorry, I don't want no subscriptions or nothing, brother. I'm also cut you off right now. Oh, uh, what now? Subscriptions? You calling about some subscriptions or something? No, 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 no. I'm a neighbor, my man. I'm 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 just a couple blocks over from you. No, I got your number from one of the neighbors. I was. I was calling to let you know I've been smelling you. I've been smelling your barbecue, man. That's what I was calling about. Oh yeah. Yeah, man. You you've been grilling every day. Seem like over there. I've been smelling the smoke in there. You 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 over there so, putting it down, huh? I mean, I, I think thank you for the compliment, but um, yeah. I mean, now you say I, I mean I had nothing else to do but cook. You know, in these times, I mean, I might as well do no. what I'm good at. You know, who 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 gave you my number though? Uh, it's a guy on your street. 
Uh, last name Edwards. I can't remember the dude's first name. I call him Edwards. I think he lives on your street. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, so what you what you what you cook and smoke? Man, you know? I I cook. I burn a little bit. That, you know that's and that's why I call like like you know from one barbecue brother to another. I was just reaching out. I said, man, this dude right. burning over there. So you you putting it in, man? What what, what all you been cooking since since uh, well, since we've been locked I mean, down? I mean, you know, I kind of been you know experimenting a little bit. I've been doing some uh, you know doing some some different woods. Uh, uh, cherry, you know, I kind of mix it in a little bit of hickory, you know, kind of all yeah. depends on what I'm cooking, whether it's some fish, it's you know, chicken. I mix it up every now and then, but sometimes I have lately been experimenting with this mesquite. Yeah, I mean, the flavor it just fall off the bone. Well, no, I'm out no, there every no. day, about after four or three. Yeah, that's that's you know, when I've been smelling time, the smoke because you know. your your smoke your smoke coming to my yard. Is you know, I'm 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 two blocks over. Your smoke carrying a good distance, uh, man. But yeah, but it's all right though. It's yeah. all right. I've been, but, but, smoking, but let me, I've, been, I've been soaking my chips and all that stuff. I mean, you know, I've been just trying some new techniques, you know. Let me go and say this, though. Anyway, going crazy, huh? What's up? What's uh, up? No, it ain't got me going crazy. To be, to be completely honest with you, bro, it's, it's kind of got me f***ed up. You f***ing your meat up so damn bad, dog, that I'm sitting here smelling this shit. And I'm trying to figure out what are you doing? You know, you you soaking this, you using cherry. Hey man, if you ain't putting no no pecan or no oak in there, it's no you you a dude on the grill that don't know what the f you doing. And that's my. Why you got cuss at me? I mean, cause dog, you 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 from a real barbecue man, you don't know what the f you doing. No, and that's that's. I am. I've been in competitions. Talking about a real barbecue, ain't no. I mean, I didn't grow up. Ain't no that. way I you been in no damn competition for no barbecue, dog. Oh, 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 you, Not with I, the shit I'm smelling, I, I, man. Look, I, I, I'm talking to you because I'm bored as and you just gonna start cussing at me and talking about my. How, how you know what it is? You haven't even. But dog, dog, I can, I can smell it. But I can smell wood no, in the air no, and know, and know what's right and what's wrong. It smell good, and then you just come out of nowhere cussing. I mean, I know we all going crazy right now, but. No, hey man, hey man, listen. Here what I'm going. I'm going to say, say this here. Got, brother, you ain't, you ain't got to cuss that. Okay, cool, cool. I ain't going to cuss no more. Cool. But let me say this. Don't put nothing else on that mo so now you Don't put nothing else on that grill. I swear to you, for at least a month. I, I don't want to smell your I'm smoke no more, dog. How you going to tell me what to do? You don't even know me like that. You just going to have to smell it. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm two blocks now, over, now and I'm tired of smelling your smoke. I'm tired of smelling it. You don't well, know what you're doing. I don't know don't put nothing you. else on that pit well, for at least know. another month. I don't know what to tell you. If I put some rotten f***ing tomatoes on there and I, I want to smoke, you're going to smell it. How about that now? Okay. All hey, man. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm bored out of my f***ing mind. you calling me talking s***. Hey, dog. Because, because you got the I smoke in the air no, that smells no, like no, s***. No, you You don't know what you're right doing. I do know what I'm doing. Have you tasted it? My s***. I, I don't want to taste it. I don't bone. want my shit off the bone. I've been experimenting. Okay, okay. I, did, okay. I did put some applesauce. See that right there? What the f is that? You did what with some applesauce? I, you, hey you, man, don't put see, shit else on that grill. Okay, I'm gonna send you some YouTube videos so you can learn how to barbecue. Cause you're gonna quit f in the neighborhood up, dog. Don't tell me what to do. That don't sit right with me. I ain't got no job right now. You telling me what to do? I ain't got in the house, and you just gonna tell me what to do with my food? If your food is tight, why are you wasting it on the my barbecue? My food is pit? tight, brother. Just quit. While I, you're I, no, no. I, I'm trying to figure out how to stop your ass from cooking, stop man. My from doing what? Living? No, cooking out on the grill, and everybody got to smell some.
that we know ain't being cooked right. I'm a barbecue man. I know what I'm doing. You don't, and it bothers me. So that's well, why so I got, you got your sauce. number. You got a sauce. What, what, what competition you want? I don't have to be in no competitions. Sound Everybody like to come to get my barbecue. Well, who that, the bums? <laughs> no, I ain't no. Okay. Hey, man. Hey, man, listen. You want hey, let's. Let's finish this this way. If you put something else on the grill, I'm going to come around there and whoop your ass. You ain't going to do s***. Go do s***. How about that? <laughs> Man, who the f*** is this on my damn phone? <laughs> who the f*** is calling me with this bull Hey, man. <laughs> Hey, this <laughs> this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I your cousin. Got me your, talking about my <laughs> and woods and <laughs> and sauces and Your cousin, your cousin Trey yeah. got got me to prank you, man. <laughs> that mother came over here and got a plate yesterday. I should have known what's happening. They were over in the corner snicking with my aunt. Still for nothing, now, I'm going to tell you right now, he no, he ain't allowed over here at all. I'm, he, he ain't allowed over here at all. No more. We didn't socially distance his ass. He can hashtag it in the front and the back. Hey, man, you got to tell me this right here, right here, right now. Gerald, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Come on, brother. The Steve Harvey Morning Show, man, with this nonsense. Talking about my food and sauces. <laughs> I, I I was wrong, wasn't I? Ooh, I mean, I built mommy. him. I built him up. Oh, I got him up that night. Right. Oh, right back down. Telling you. I told him. I told him I'm gonna send you some YouTube channels so you can learn how to look. Look, y'all know what you're yes, doing. You said. <laughs> wow. Well, you mess with a man about his barbecue. Boy. Let me tell you something. That's dangerous. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute, hold on, man. Where you stay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And if I can get my hands on one of these pastors, oh, I'm going to need prayer after that. <laughs> I'm going to need prayer. <laughs> Go to thomasmiles.com and leave me your information. There's a prank button on there, and you can tell me who you want me to prank. Please send me your pastors. In no, thank you, yes. nephew. <laughs> thank you. We'll get into the strawberry letter right after this. The subject is, she will not take my man from me. That's coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And listen, if you need advice on relationships, work, dating, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter, okay? We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, she will not take my man from me. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 29-year-old workaholic and I don't have time to date, so I met my boyfriend on Tinder. We met two years ago and we're good friends until New Year's Eve when he asked me to be his girlfriend. We hung out early in the evening, but he brought in the New Year with his friends that were in town for the holidays. I felt neglected because he didn't ask me to hang out with him and his friends, but I was happy that we were finally in a monogamous relationship. 
relationship. Around mid-January, I felt like he was being shady and still messaging other girls because he had not deleted his Tinder account. I started checking his phone when he left it around me, and I found out he was texting girls daily, and one girl stood out because she was the ex-girlfriend that he told me had broken his heart. By the end of January, I saw messages about how much fun they had on New Year's Eve, and she told him she couldn't wait to be back in town uh, with him. He did tell her he was in a relationship and he was crazy about me, but he kept texting her. She told him she was looking forward to moving back to town and he told her that she was more than welcome to stay with him until she found an apartment. This broke my heart. He is being the best boyfriend to me, so how can he be planning to move his ex-girlfriend in with him? He never flirts with her in the messages, but he's always concerned with how she's doing and if she's getting enough rest and eating properly. This is the stuff that he should only be asking me. I can't say anything to him because I've been snooping. Should I wait around to see if he dumps me or should I call the girl and tell her to back off? Please advise. Well, I don't think you should call the girl. I think this is an issue strictly between you and your guy. I guess you can call him that. Uh, this is a guy who likes to have his cake and eat it too. That's how I see him. That, that should be a problem for you. I hope it is because he has not made you a priority in his life, starting with how he played you for New Year's Eve. He lied and, and, and told you, you know, that he was going to be with his boys, with his friends. He said with his friends, he left you alone on New Year's Eve. And he's been with you for two years, but he's still on Tinder? I mean, what's he still on Tinder for? If, if he... If he asked you to be his girlfriend and all that, I, you felt he was being shady. So you did some snooping and you got to the truth. Uh, he is in a relationship with you, but he's inviting his ex to live with him until she finds something. This is his ex. You know what that can only lead to, okay? I just don't understand how that's making any sense to anyone, uh, and especially you. Um, I, I just think he's a piece of work. I, I think he's not respecting what you guys supposedly have together. I don't think he's respecting that at all. And I don't think you should continue to let him break your heart. He needs to be off Tinder. He needs to be away from his ex. He needs not to invite her to live with him. He needs to show you more respect. No, you can't wait around and and, and wait for him to dump you. Uh, you know, he need, you need to do the dumping if it's any dumping going to be going on. And I think it probably will because he doesn't know how to treat you. He doesn't deserve you. Steve? Uh, this is stupid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but you're 29, so I'm going to try to help you out. You're a 29-year-old workaholic. You ain't got time to date. This is it's just too much. There's too many lines in here to make no damn sense to me. I don't have time to date, so I met my boyfriend on Tinder. Is that That's the swipe right, swipe left? Uh-huh. Exactly. We met two years ago. And were good friends until New Year's Eve. When he asked me to be his girlfriend. On New Year's Eve, he asked you that. We hung out early in the evening. Now, what did y'all do that early in the evening? Because after, after I asked you to be my girlfriend, I got to ask you to be my girlfriend for a reason. Something, something happened. Because that old y'all was just good friends. Y'all was having sex somewhere. 
But then he bought in the new year with his friends that were in town for the holidays. Oh, all his friends in town. <laughs> then I felt neglected because he didn't ask me to hang out with him and his friends. But I was happy that we were finally in a monogamous relationship. Let me ask you something. What, what in this letter or what happened over the two years or that night, New Year's Eve, made you think you were in a monogamous relationship? But I was happy that we were finally in a monogamous relationship. Around mid-January, I felt like he was being shady. Now, mid-January is like 15 days after New Year's. So just two weeks after that, you thought he was being shady, but you didn't. But this the same behavior he been having for two years. It's just you wasn't his girlfriend, so you ain't paying no attention to it. You thought he was messaging other girls, and he ain't deleted his Tinder account. I started checking his phone when he left it around me. Found he was texting girls all day, and one of them stood out because it was his ex girlfriend. Told him broke his heart. Then at the end of January, you saw a message about how much fun they had New Year's Eve. That's why you wasn't there. He told you his friends is in town. And she told him she couldn't wait to get back in town with him. He did tell her, though, he was in a new relationship and he was crazy about me. Wow. You just be trying to find something. You, you just looking for something to hang on to. He told me in a new relationship he was mm. crazy about me. But he kept on texting me. All right, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, she will not take my man from me. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. She will not take my man from me is the subject. 29-year-old girl met a boyfriend on Tinder. They've been good friends for two years to New Year's Eve when he asked her to be his girlfriend. They hung out early in the evening, probably had sex or something, but he bought in New Year with his friends who were in town for the holidays. I felt neglected because he didn't ask me to hang out with his friends, but we find out later in the letter that he his ex was in town with his friends. And But she was happy, though, because they was finally in a monogamous relationship, even though nothing over the two years... Or New Year's Eve said they were in a monogamous relationship. Then in mid-January, just two weeks later, she felt like she was he was being shady and he was messaging all these other girls and he didn't delete his Tinder account. You started checking his phone when he left it around me and found out he was texting girls every day. And one of them was his ex that he said broke his heart. Then by the end of January, she saw this message about how much fun they had on New Year's Eve and she told him she couldn't wait to get back in town with him. He did tell her, though, now, y'all, he was in a new relationship and he was crazy about me. Mm. But he kept texting her. Then she told him that she was looking forward to moving back to town. And he told her that she was more than welcome to stay with him until she found an apartment. This broke my heart. But let me tell you why it broke her heart. He is being the best boyfriend to me. So how can he be planning to move his ex-girlfriend in? Because you don't know the definition of best boyfriend. Right. <laughs> See, if he was being the best boyfriend to you, why is his Tinder account still open? Mm-hmm. Why does he text all these girls every day? 
Why would he ditch you New Year's Eve after he you just became his girlfriend and he just became your boyfriend? That very night, he ditched you for all his friends and her. And then this best boyfriend of yours just told his ex that they can come stay in his apartment till she find a place. So all your nights going over there, that's out. So how can he be planning to move his ex-girlfriend in with him? Then this is what she said. This is poor girl. He never flirts with her in the messages. That's because they talking. <laughs> Stop reading these damn texts that ain't got anything. It's called delete. Make a sexual connotation, you delete it. But he, and then he go to the other part, this just get worse. He's always concerned about how she doing and if she getting enough rest and eating properly. What? I know. What? <laughs> who, who in this show has ever called an ex to make sure they getting enough rest and make sure that they eating properly. I don't give a damn if you choking on chicken bones. Right. Oh, the hell? Am, am I calling you making sure you getting enough rest? All them sleepless ass nights your ass gave me, I hope your ass up at night too. I'm sorry, personal, personal. I'm yes, real it in, sir. little venting, my bad, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is the stuff that he should only be asking me, but he don't. He don't ask you what you didn't eat. I can't say anything to him because I've been snooping. Here's the dumbest line in the letter. Should I wait around to see if he dumps me? Wow. Sister, how does that sound to you? Should I wait around and see if he dumps me? When you already, first of all, you are dumped. He's not the best boyfriend. You can do better. And you should. Next stupid line, should I call her and tell her to back off? How about call him, tell him to back off? But he's not. Listen to me, sister. He's been doing this for two years. That's why y'all was just good friends until New Year's Eve. Then on New Year's Eve, just so he could get you, he said, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend. Then y'all had sex. And he got up and went out that night with his friends. And you felt neglected. That was just the beginning that's how your 2020 started. You done had a rough 2020. Now your ass is in quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> He's not the man for you. But she finna move back here in the middle of quarantine, go in his house. You don't even know if she been tested. You just in here kissing on him, just getting mouth full of corona. Steve. No. They need to hear this. Sitting up in here, bowling. Dumbass gonna be with them same stupid ass people bowling this weekend in Atlanta. <laughs> bowling and some dude cutting your hair, coughing on the back of your neck. You getting corona from the dude cutting your hair and the barber getting corona from the dude sitting there. I'm sorry, just some things that's going on right now. I got too much happening. Can't sit around and wait on him to dump you. No. Leave now. Get This is not your boyfriend. Stop fixing him because he can't be fixed. Let him stay on Tinder. Let this girl come on into town, move in with him, and let her have that problem. 
You're 29. You can get somebody else. Right, Steve. Now, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter. It's Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. Now, coming up at 46 minutes after the hour, we'll talk about COVID-19 and the black community right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, before we get to this next story, you have a very special shout out. Hey, listen, uh, we had her. She uh, has this product line called Bella Bella Nutri. It's a hair skin product line. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dr. Melanie Macklin. Oh, yeah. uh, Who is a good friend of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Mm -hmm. Her and her husband, Gary, Mm -hmm. are celebrating their 20th anniversary. Wow. wow. And I am telling you, man, two of so the young. coolest, <laughs> nicest people. I love them. Um, I mean, man. Beautiful you know, people, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, just two of the coolest and nicest. Yeah. Gary's a good brother, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Melanie Macklin is just top of the line. Just a beautiful couple. So to yeah. Melanie, Gary, uh, Dr. Melanie Macklin and her husband, Gary, my man, uh, happy 20th anniversary. Uh, much go. love. Y'all give it up. Fuck. For Melanie and Gary, 20 years. <laughs> Show your love. 20, Show your love. Check, 20 years. <laughs> Congratulations. Sexy chocolate. That's wonderful. Yeah, that's really Sexy chocolate. <laughs> All right, Steve. Uh, we're going to move on now. And, and this story says, according to multiple reports, African Americans are more likely to die of COVID-19 than any other group in the U.S., the virus has shaken cities like Chicago, Detroit, New Orleans, Philly, and even smaller cities like Albany, Georgia, where, according to earlier reports, 81% of the people who died from COVID-19 were African Americans. And now, what percent? 81% yeah. in Albany, Georgia. This is in Albany, mm. Georgia. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's unbelievable. It, it really, really, really is. Yeah, and and he thinks opening Georgia is a good idea. Yeah, Governor Brian Kemp, yeah. I'm telling y'all, man, you mm-hmm. got Athens, you got Augusta. Savannah, Macon. You got uh, Valdosta, mm-hmm. Brunswick, mm-hmm. Gainesville, Rome, Carrollton. You got all the Southern. And it, it's not time for this. I don't know why this man thinks this is a good idea to use this state as a guinea pig, but I live here in mm-hmm. in the city of Atlanta. And no, nah, man, it's not time. And nobody's smarter than y'all. Y'all know this ain't cool. Right. Mm-hmm. Send a pit this damn, who the hell yeah. he think he's wrong with his ass? What is he thinking? Oh, I know what he's, oh, I forgot my man. Excuse me, my, my bad. What is he thinking about? Money. Oh, I'm sorry. Absolutely, yeah. Steve. My bad. All right. Well, yeah, you guys stay safe. Please stay stay safe. Coming up at the top of the stay hour. Stay at home. And yeah. That's it, Tommy. Stay uh-huh. at home. Uh-huh. Why, why, why y'all quit, sugar, quit sugarcoating it? Stay at home. <laughs> Damn. Uh-huh. <laughs> Speaking of staying you, at when home. When you're dead, you ain't going to be able to talk about it. You're going to be dead and can't talk about it. What did you Go down there and get your last haircut. <laughs> We're going to be talking about what have you become addicted to while being in quarantine right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, here's a quick question from Paul J from Steve Harvey FM on Facebook. It says, hey, morning crew, I've noticed everyone in my house has become addicted to something 
while we've been in self-isolation. Uh, my sons have become fully addicted to their video games. My daughter is addicted to watching Disney+. Plus. My wife is addicted to organizing and reorganizing, and I'm addicted oh, to ordering things online, which needs to stop. So, uh, Prue, I'm with what, that. Yeah, what, <laughs> me too, Tommy, me too. I'm with that. What have you become addicted to while being in quarantine? Yeah. Amazon. Okay, let me go first. Let me go first. Let me go first. <laughs> go ahead. Okay, hey, okay, Unc and Junior. Y'all, you, yeah. Well, ladies, y'all probably know too. You know that rope when you're working out? It's a big, gigantic rope. It looked like you yeah. can pull a truck with it. Mm -hmm. They Talk done made a, Is that what it's called? They done made one now that's a jump rope, but it's that oh, big. That was really? Yes. Well, so when you're on social media, you know, especially if you're on Facebook, everything mm. for sale. <laughs> I done bought that. They got this little plastic. They got this little plastic thing. You put, you put ground uh, ground meat in it, ground beef, mm -hmm. and then you can put if you're gonna put some cheese in the middle. And when you close it over, now you done made some meatballs. I didn't bought that. That's coming. <laughs> <laughs> they got a set of they got a set of knives. Woo! For one fifty, unk. You need to see them, boy. They on sale. Let me tell you something. <laughs> They don't sell. They they normally about four hundred. I got that. That's on the way. Nice. I done bought some stuff, dog. Look, I'm I like, bought nice, stuff. Tommy. Nice. <laughs> Your stuff is all cooking stuff, though, Tommy. <laughs> oh man. So you're I done bought some to stuff. cooking and uh, cooking utensils. Cooking and I'm cooking too much and I'm buying stuff. I'm buying just uh, too yeah. much junk. Mm -hmm. I think we're all like, shopping too much. Just yeah, too way much too much. And I'm, about I'm you, on Junior? the reorganizing though, Shirley. I done did my closet, mm -hmm. the pantry. Then I said I was gonna do my closet again. My husband's like, "You just did your closet." I said, "I did." <laughs> so, yeah, well, I'm doing that. I'm I'm re, you know like doing that too, like kind of redecorating. So I'm ordering a lot of stuff so I can you know redecorate mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. the curtains and the the oh, benches and the chair. Yeah, so uh -huh. you know did all that. Yeah, that's coming. Mm -hmm. It's on its way. What about what you, you Junior? I'm addicted to looking at this damn tree out there. You, you and <laughs> that's what the hell gonna, I really. You're gonna have to do something else. Well, no, I got to figure out, man, because something. I didn't seen the squirrels. I know the squirrels in the tree. They get up at eight thirty. They come greet me now. They walk on the limb, say hi. That's it's squirrels and the birds that's in the tree. The tree is nice. It's just all I be watching. The tree. I ain't got nothing else to do. <laughs> what about you, Mr. Harvey? Steve? You know what, man? I have cooked every uh -huh. single day. Really? Yeah, you been cooking? What if yeah, and like like I told y'all, you know, I'm doing stuff, man, that I have not done, really, and I kid you not, in years. Uh-huh. I have not done some of this stuff in years because I have time. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm out chopping yeah. block to chopping block out. You know, yeah. I take time, you know, I prep my little meals that I'm going to cook and stuff. All of them ain't been good, you know. I done messed up some stuff. Um, you know, but edible, huh? Or you, you ate them, huh? Yeah, you know. When you got money, you just throw it away. You when just you walk away from your old food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd rake some stuff in the trash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No good here. What if I was at my mom? Is you raking what in the trash? Oh, yeah. Right. We don't oh, throw yeah. nothing away in here. That's no, right. No, that's right. We're wasting no food. Now. Oh, no. no. Well, I ain't, we, we ain't on that level. No, I'm throwing away. I'm not eating it if it ain't good. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. But back in the day. Oh, man. But I made uh, some bison chili. You told us that yesterday. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Made that. Uh-huh. That was pretty good. Uh, I made some tuna fish. I ain't made tuna fish in a long time. Oh, I love tuna fish. 
What you gonna make tonight? Some stir fry. I'm gonna do a uh, tonight. I'm doing a uh, a stir fry, an Asian vegetable stir fry. Mm. You know, I'm, eat, I'm eating a lot more vegetables. Well, tell you what, tell though, you. I'm tired of sautéing spinach, though. I am damn tired of that, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, when we come back, I got something to tell you. All right, coming up, more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show and a question from Unk, from Neff to Unk at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Tommy, you had something you wanted to ask your uncle. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. So, Unc, I've been around here cooking, and I didn't cook everything to the point where I was like, I told Jackie, I said, we need some new animals. It ain't, we need, I'm tired Aww, of picking. Here we I'm go. tired of fish. You I, we need yesterday. some new. Yeah. We, Stick yeah, to the basics. I know what you should I, do, Tom. What's that? Get some Lots more vegetables. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but, Unc, I saw this thing. I saw Tommy, this thing on Instead of steaks. Media. Uh-huh. Get you some big portobello mushrooms. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Season them, man. I'm telling you, man, you go a long way, man. Hey, man, I just want, because I don't know where to get one, but I know you do. But you I say ostrich. ostrich now. You said that the other day. And we uh-huh. talked, but I, but no, I want that. No. Well, well Tom, you can buy ostrich. From where? Where? What store? You can get ostrich steaks. You have to order them, usually. Yeah, you're into ordering stuff. Order some. Can't say I've been in Crow. Hey, what are ostrich? Can you help me with the ostrich? This is why we got COVID 19. Yeah, you're eating the wrong things. Hey, man. Chicken, fish. Flash fry some okra. Ooh, yes. Uh huh. Now you're speaking my language. I stick to the best. I love okra. Girl, me Any too. kind of way, slimy Sauté, or fried, fried, I don't care. Slimy, tomato. All right, coming up more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and some trending stories right after this at 33 I Minutes After. I bet a after. peacock would be real good. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The Last Dance documentary, part one and two, is ESPN's most viewed documentary ever Ever, ever, ever. It's a 10-part documentary. It's all about Michael Jordan's sixth and final championship with the Chicago Bulls. Episode 1 averaged 6.3 million viewers, and episode 2 averaged 5.8 million viewers across ESPN and ESPN2. Now get ready for episodes 3 and 4 of The Last Dance. That will air on Sunday, April 26th at 9 p.m. Eastern. Cannot wait. Can y'all text me to remind me? Yeah, because you be missing sure. stuff. You yeah. be saying you're going to watch it, too. I be wanting to watch it, too. Okay. <laughs> but you know what it is, man? I'm not accustomed mm-hmm. to watching TV at set times. Yeah. I haven't had that life in a long time. So I don't mm-hmm. like knowing, man, such and such coming on at 9 tonight. I've, I ain't never had a schedule where I could sit down and normal watch something at 8 yeah. and all that. Y'all Listen to the TV star. Uh, that's why, that's why, why I love On Demand. That's why you struggle with her, because you normally own it. Carla, and don't and watch Hulu myself. You Netflix. don't, Steve? You don't watch yourself at all? Hey, you know let, me, let, me, let me make this announcement. Oh. Family Feud Africa started airing three weeks ago in South Africa uh-huh. and in Ghana. Uh-huh. The first week in Ghana, it was the number two show. Oh, congratulations. On all of television. 
Go ahead, mm-hmm. Steve. It is now the number one show in all of television in Ghana. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Family Feud South Africa aired at number one and has built on it. It is the highest grossing and highest viewed TV show in the country. Congratulations. That's big. Big. That is awesome. Talk Have you watched ratings. it? Have you watched yeah. it? I ain't seen an episode. <laughs> <laughs> now, my staff point. over here, they have watch parties. Mm-hmm. Oh. They watch okay. it together on Zoom and comment, you know, while oh, they're nice. at their house. Well, nice. they don't. They watch it on the computer. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. okay. you can only get it online. Mm-hmm. But the clips are starting to be released. Lord have mercy. When I start telling y'all about it, <laughs> We don't watch it. explaining these yeah. clips. It's, what because the accents. Yeah, that, I was going to ask you, did you have a problem with that? That I have a problem with. Surely mm-hmm. I have a problem with regular English. <laughs> English. Uh, so, boy, they was laughing so hard at me. <laughs> Steve, why are, you, why are you not understanding? <laughs> Man, me and this dude got in an argument so bad. I, it, it's really, really some funny stuff. I'll tell y'all how to find the clips yeah. uh, okay, tomorrow. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Coming up, it's our last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. You, you better Jay. You Jay. 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 Pause. I was actually Pause. waiting on Jay to do it. <laughs> and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey coming up at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, the last break of the day, Steve. It's been a good day, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's been a great day. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be an even greater one. That's right. That's how you have to look at it. That's definitely how you have to look at it. It's going to be a better month if you stay your ass at home. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be a better year if you stay in there. (laughs) Come on. Wait on God. (laughs) You know, I I just don't understand. These are my closing remarks, too. I just don't understand this rush to urgency to reopen this state in Georgia. I actually love Georgia, man. I love Atlanta. It's such a centralized location. It's got a great heartbeat to it. It's so soulful, man. It's so soulful, but yet it's it's a down-home place. Got a lot of great places you can raise your kids and grandkids and Got a lot of great parks and lakes and fishing and a lot of stuff, things I like to do, you know. The trees are just amazing here. Um, Atlanta has its problems just as does every major city, just does this country. You know, we've got drugs, we've got crime, we've got everything that every other metropolis area has. But overall, man, it's, it's, it's a great place to live. This governor, Kemp, who has decided to be the first, this is a major state. Georgia's a major state. This ain't Wyoming opening up or or, or, or Montana opening up or Alaska opening back up. This is a major, major state with a top 10 major city in it. You know, and so... To rush to open this, I'm just really curious as to the real motivation behind this. And I just can't find the good in it. I'm sorry, I can't. When I think of Atlanta, I think of 
all these people of a different complexion. That's a great non-African-Americans here too. But when I think of all these African-Americans and when I think of the places that he chose to open, barbershops, beauty shops, salons, uh, tattoo parlors, bowling alleys, and then we're going to slowly open restaurants and movie theaters this weekend and restaurants on Monday. I was really curious, man. Are we attempting an experiment here? And Atlanta is going to be the epic center to see how it works if there's not enough cases. This governor said from his own mouth, I know when I open this up that we're going to get more cases of corona. Excuse me? You you said this with your own mouth? That if we open this state, we're going to get more cases of corona. Okay, cool. Got you, partner. So why are we opening it up? Well, they're opening it up because they're going to test to see if they know how to get a veil on this thing after the, after the spike happens again. And they're going to use Atlanta. That can be the only reason. Now, this stimulus check that everybody's excited about getting, a, a, getting soon, stop being excited about getting your own money back. Whatever check they don't give, whatever check they're going to give you, I promise you, you have paid it in taxes. All they're doing is letting you have some of your money back temporarily. But then you know what? They're going to give it to you at a time where you're so far behind the eight ball, you're going to have to damn near spend it all immediately. And when you spend it, guess what they're going to do? They're going to tax you on it. So guess what's going to happen to the taxes? You're going to give it right back. But we're going to be in a bad position. And now... The funds for that they hold in escrow or the funds that set aside for unemployment has been taxed and strained so bad that they're predicting that they will be out of those funds shortly because of the millions of people who've had to apply for unemployment. But if you go back to work and open up your shops and all this here, guess what? You don't get unemployment no more. So they're going to get that back. And they're just going to see how it goes. But they're going to see how I go at the expense of us? No, I don't think so. I don't think, man, that we're that gullible, that we're going to run out this door against our better judgment because we all know better. We all know that if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. How the hell of all the places in this world, Georgia opens up? Are you kidding me? And Georgia is Atlanta, partner. Don't get this thing twisted. We ain't famous for nothing else but Atlanta. And so now you're going to take this and use this as an experiment? Just like I heard my boy Ricky Smiley say, I remember the Tuskegee experiment. I remember it all so well. I remember the experiments that they've done over the years using us. Hell, don't you remember the experiment of slavery? That was a 400-year experiment. Who did that work out for? Who benefited from that? Now they're going to send all of these poor people back out in these streets who already is going to be suffering. Now let me explain something else to you that I think is going to happen here. You think that the Republican that's set up in this country is going to give you a stimulus check and not find a way to get it back? You don't think that when this passes over, you don't think that they got to now get their stimulus checks back? So all these set-aside programs that they've, they've been letting go by, they're going to get that money back from somewhere. 
they gonna get it back, man. They don't give us nothing. The government gives us nothing. They gonna get all this money back. They gonna cut other programs out. You think your school lunch program is in trouble now? Watch what happened. You think these schools are depleted and the teachers are underpaid right now and staffed, and you think we don't have computers in enough facilities? Watch what's gonna happen. Don't fall for this okie doke, man. Y'all stay home. Stay home, stay safe, protect yourself, protect your family, protect your loved ones. If he wants to go out Monday and have a dinner, let him take his ass out and go eat. We staying at home. Our food better than that anyway. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 